fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! The tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 What's going on? Little this, little that. What's up with you? Heidi needs calm. This is going to be a very calm episode of The Hot Box. All right. Today, on a very special episode of The Hot Box. Why did you rape me? No, I'm totally kidding. That's not a special episode. (laughs) This is Tuesday, January 18th, 2011. Episode 52 of The Hot Box. Welcome. 406-204-4687. Skype the jam hole. That's the the, uh, Skype to Skype. Or you can call the number... It'll ring, and I'll answer it and say, hello! Welcome to the Hotbox. Every Tuesday, Saturday, hotboxpodcast.com slash live. Check it. Check this out. Yes. You know, I mentioned this last episode. Have you seen marijuanapodcast.com? Mm-hmm. We're on there. I know. Isn't that awesome? Yay! We're. I know. Oh, that was pretty awesome. Go there and check that out, marijuanapodcast.com. Check it makes it. us one step closer to like celebrity ish. I know kind of we're on another website that somebody made. Yay! <laughs> hey, it's cool to be on one that I didn't make. Yeah, I, I, I like that. That's it really is nice. A huge step. We huge. should. Yeah, and uh, I listened to their show and I, I I enjoyed the guy that made that cannabis agenda. They have a good idea, and I'd like to start doing this. That's right. You just got ripped off. Uh oh. So. <laughs> yeah. You can do that in podcasting. Yes. If you do something and I think it's a good idea, I can rip that off. But no, so what What the idea is, because there are so many states and so many states that have medical marijuana laws and stuff like that, and our listeners can be in any of these states. Mm-hmm. It's not like radio where, you know, you can only hear us in the valley. We have listeners in, Everywhere. like, out of the United States, in yeah. other countries. Please. But so, it's hard to keep track of. Every news item that has to do with cannabis and and all that. Mm -hmm. So if you see something, see, we're crowdsourcing. If you see something in your neck of the woods that you're like, this is for the hotbox. You have to send that to us. Mm -hmm. And that way, with all of you doing that and us doing this, we should catch everything. Well, we have a couple listeners that are really good about sending yeah, us stuff they come across. It'd be nice for everybody are you, to get in on it. Are you sick of hearing Michigan stories? No, well, I'm not. send Actually, us stories I, from where you live. <laughs> I picked a Michigan story for tonight's show. Nice. Along with the other ones that Burger was nice enough to send us. I just think that'd be a, that, that'd be helpful if you guys want to. Just another way to help out the show. Send us yes. stories for us to dissect. And then we will regurgitate the truth all over your faces. Well, your ears. <laughs> your faces if you're watching live. And the bills do again. So if you enjoy the show, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. And if you can't donate, then at the very least, tell your friends, invite them to the Facebook group, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you. Yes. So what are we starting off with first? First off, I would like to mention mm, that please. tomorrow... I will be spending my first day in the Happy office. Happy birthday! Oh. Of no, that's not till October. Um, in the office of the Compassion Centers of Montana. Are we? Uh, is are we open? Tomorrow we will be. Nice. Yay. 
Are you ready? Are you excited? I am so excited. Did you have the dream where you get up and you're naked and you go to class? It's like that, right? Your first day of school. No, my nightmares involve like showing up and there not being any any cannabis on the property. At all. <laughs> right. <laughs> and like showing a, up and be like, oh my god, where a did mob go? of angry zombies like brains trying to pound the door down. Right. Oh man. But tomorrow will be my first official day there. Nice. So yes. if you're local and one of your Patience? Yes, or just wanting to come by and say hi. Hey, come by and say hi. We're, yeah, I'll be there. I will be there. Do you want to yeah, tell people where be, you'll be? Yeah, sorry. I had to do another <laughs> click to get there. Awesome. Sorry. No worries. 4865 Highway to West, Columbia Falls, just north of the airport. Hey, right by the casino. Right <laughs> next. Take it's, a ride at the casino if you're coming from Kalispell. Take a ride at the casino and then drive past it a little bit to the next building. <laughs> there you go. So do you want to tell people what they can find there? Um, you have some glass we, accessories. Yeah, we'll have different glass accessories, um, you know, for the patients and everything. And then we'll have several different strains, four different strains tomorrow. Do you want to... Lemon, haze, white widow, Senex, and green crack are my four strains tomorrow. And, of course, it will be a constantly expanding strain list with more to come. Remember, right. this, this is, is going to be like a open. <laughs> this is going to be a connoisseur menu. Yes, we just need a little bit more time to get all of that <sighs> finished up. But it will be amazing. We've got some great people working with us, so I know everything is going to go... Super smoothly. Super, well, just that? That. Which one? Pick one. <laughs> Eeny, meeny. So it'll mo. be nice because, you know, tomorrow, free tasting tomorrow. No, sorry. Free tasting right now. <laughs> Tell you what. I'm sorry, Burger. I can't just give free tastings, especially to Michigan. <laughs> yeah, I think they. From uh, the stories I've read, they'll get a little angry <laughs> at me. They specifically, <laughs> I do, think, they have do not want laws about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But um, we're really excited. I think that it's going to go really, really great. There's great people helping us in every aspect. The, the growers really know what they're doing, and they really concentrate on making sure that it's good quality medicine for people. And, you know, we're going to do everything we can to make sure that we're helping patients, too. So I'm excited. That is key. Yes. Very key. It's good to get you back in a, a storefront and not one that's being run by shady scumbags. Right. I need to be able to help people and I want to talk to people. You're like I a want... fish out of water right now. I am. And you're gasping for breath. I make tacos Look at all her. day long. She, you need to get put back into the tank. Please. Back into the ocean. Please. Where you can go free. And get eaten by a whale. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that's awesome. I'm, I know, I'm, I'm glad. excited. So I hope people will at least stop by and say hi. You know, let me know that they know I'm there. My signs will be up soon. So then you'll actually have signs pointing you to where I am. But that's what I wanted to start with, actually, honestly. Well, wonderful. Yes. <coughs> oh, goodness. So, what... <coughs> What is on the agenda for this evening? 
See what I did there? I just ripped him off twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start out with one of uh, one of the stories we got from Burger. Now, sure. Email info at hotboxpodcast.com if you'd like to send a story. Right. And this one I know for a fact is Bub Kiss. Like total <laughs> cabbage. Dick Bub Kiss. This is this no, it's not true. I'm sorry, but it's not. Um, mar- marijuana may impair male fertility. Hmm. <laughs> Men who smoke marijuana frequently have significantly less seminal fluid, a mm-hmm. lower total sperm count, and their sperm behave abnormally, <laughs> all of which may <laughs> affect... Pro- Do you ever see that Simpsons episode where they looked at Homer's sperm under the microscope yes. and they're all running into each other? Yes. Yeah, that's what I picture. <laughs> all of which may affect fertility, fertility <laughs> adversely. A new study uh, in reproductive psychology at the University of Buffalo has shown... Hmm. So if... There are they saying that like it's a bad thing? Like that's a good thing, right? It's not true. Oh. My husband Well, if it was no. true though, that would be a good thing right now. It, At this time for some of some people it may be a good thing, to, but my husband has been a devout pothead. Sure. For years. Sure. Longer than I cuz he's older than me. Right? Okay. And we have back-to-back children. Hmm. I had to go the extra step of having something implanted to make sure it doesn't happen again. (laughs) Maybe you're just like a vast garden of fertility. And even with his sperm running into each (laughs) other, um, the egg was just like, it just grabbed them both and was like... Like a Venus flytrap. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a Venus guy trap if you will so because i don't know i've never i i as well have been a devout pot smoker (laughs) and i've only gotten one girl pregnant and we did the responsible thing (laughs) do you want to know what the responsible thing we shouldn't go there um he's eight (laughs) he hates me Um, I've actually seen studies that say Burger says I've never gotten a chick pregnant. I'm going to say, what are, what are the numbers here? How many chicks have you actually had intercourse with? Well, I've actually seen studies that say otherwise, that it has no effect whatsoever on sperm. Yeah. Hmm. That I've actually seen studies where they're like, your sperm count went up a teensy bit. So, you know, good job. Hmm. If there was only a way to administer a sperm IQ test, (laughs) I want that one and that one. (laughs) Well, and of course, you know, this is a study, and I'm assuming Buffalo means it's United States. So Buffalo, New York, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So that means that it was probably... Not completely truthful. Just oh, are hunch. you are you saying that perhaps some of these studies are biased? Oh, I'm just saying that they're altered are you to maybe, say what the government wants them to say. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Are you saying it's maybe not good to start your study out with 
what you want the outcome to be. Yeah, you don't go that... to an infertility <laughs> clinic and stand outside and pick the guys <laughs> walking out and say, I need you for a marijuana study. Uh, do you smoke pot? No, doesn't matter. Come here. <laughs> Are you infertile? Come here. That doesn't count. That's interesting. <laughs> I would like to see what their cross-section yeah. was. Um, This study is the first to assess marijuana's effects on specific swimming behavior of sperm. Hmm. From marijuana smokers and to compare the results with sperm from men with confirmed fertility. Mm. Now, mm. how were you able to do this study while marijuana is illegal? They got their Schedule 1 study really? guide. Really? How did they get it? Because but the government wants them to prove... Or Rosenfeld can't get like, a study approved. Because he's for pot. These people may not necessarily have been on the side of pot. See, that's how you got to do it. Well, you have to go absolutely in no sense and be at like, all. you have to go in and be like, government, I want money to do this study to prove that pot is horrible for people and causes cancer. And then they're going to be like, cha-ching, here's a bunch of money. Go for and it. They're going to be like, ha, gotcha. I'm actually going to prove that it doesn't. <laughs> and then they kill you. Pretty much. They have you killed. <laughs> Our government has people killed. And then they alter what you said. I watch American Dad. I know what goes on. <laughs> Marijuana contains the cannabinoid drug THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, which mm -hmm. is its primary psychoactive chemical, as well as other cannabinoids. Mm. Results of the study were presented at the annual meeting of the American Society of Reproductive Medicine in San Antonio. Of course it was. What's their vested interest in this? Well, they probably don't want marijuana legal. Because they know people that blaze get down. Occasionally. Hmm. You know what? When I was younger, I was always not worried per se, but like it was always in my mind when I was humping and on mushrooms. And I always thought like, man, what if that little sperm was just messed up like I am right now? And just like having the trip of his little sperm life. Just, like, being all spermy and stuff, you know? And, like, I always wonder what that... If that would affect the child or not. Do you hear talking? Where is that talking coming <laughs> that is from? That's so weird, dude. I found it. What was that? I don't know. An alcohol treatment program. Is it an, an ad? Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Huh. No, sorry. We don't, Anyways, we don't use headphones here. And sometimes when we have our stories up, they have little flash mm -hmm. players. And sometimes they'll randomly start playing, but it'll be like a voice in the house. It's really weird. Yeah. It kind of freaks you Creep. out a little bit. Do you see <laughs> that? Like everything just stopped for a sec. Your yeah. eyes got all wide. Like <laughs> somebody's in here. <laughs> I get a little paranoid from time to time. <laughs> um, so, quote, the bottom line is the active ingredients in, in marijuana are doing something to sperm. Mm -hmm. And the numbers are in the direction toward infertility, which, said Lanny J. Berkman, Ph.D. Which I again say that maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing. I say false. Six billion people. I say false, too crowded. Sir. Too crowded. Don't fill men's minds with untrue information and make them think this is another line of do defense. You, ha, do you think some <laughs> dude rolls up to a chick at a bar and she's like, I don't have any condoms. He's like, it's okay. I smoke pot. 
Well, you don't Good want enough for me. Here, Let's Nat, go home. Because honestly, when people think that kids happen, <laughs> just when you think you're safe, you're pregnant. Are you doing a PSA for safe sex brought to you by the Hotbox Podcast? I'm speaking as a woman who's got children. Guys, pull out. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Best episode um. ever. Episode 52. If someone was to come up to me and be like, hey, Matt, which episode of the Hotbox should I listen to? I'm going to tell them. Episode 52. Yeah, the whole first 20 minutes <laughs> is all just sperm and sex. There you go. <laughs> Bergman is Which is interesting because that about sums up the other the, the podcast. Jam, idea. Yeah, that's the jam awesome. holes. Well, that's like an hour of it, though. Well, right. Um, anyway. So, Bergman is assistant professor of gynecology, obstetrics, and urology, mm. and head of the section of andrology in the UB School of Medicine and Biomedical Sciences. Heidi says that just does not work. Well, I beg to differ because I don't have any. Any kids? Well, I I do though. Right. And, and did you pull out? No. Well, I did. See, there you go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It works. So, anyways, you you Berger. just hold on. It, I have to clarify. You have to know. You have to know thy penis, and you have to know when you're going to. Oh, <laughs> you know. I don't know, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> but you no, know, you guys know what I'm saying. Like, you have to know yourself and know when when is the right time to pull. Anyway, do you want to talk about pot? Oh, my gosh. Wow, this is seriously one of the best covers. We got paid for that. That was a PSA, public Woo! service. The mayor asked I us just, to do that. please. All remember this. Condoms suck. Pull out. Thumbs up. <laughs> Marijuana does not lower sperm count. Do not think that porking her with a joint in your mouth is going to save anything. Can we have that for our album art? Will someone draw that? Like a dude just porking some chick with a joint in his mouth that says birth control. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Please don't. <laughs> so. So anyways... Oregon. <laughs> Moving onward. Moving on. Thank you, Burger, for that Thanks, story, Burger. though. Definitely. I, yeah. Appreciate it. So an Oregon high court is going to decide on a handgun marijuana issue. And I know we've talked about this here in Montana because Montana's big. Woohoo, guns. Guns everywhere. Yeah. Hey, you're going to the gun show? And I don't have guns. I don't have a problem with guns because I'm one of those people who believes that it's the person with the gun, not the gun itself. Well, right. And we hunt. Uh, right. And if you own a gun, you should be responsible with it and we put it somewhere where a child won't get a hold of well, it. Well, I mean, honestly, though, where where can you really put a fifty cal? I mean, we hunt big game up here. Well, you, you can't just put methods that. Methods and ways. <laughs> like, my stepdad locks things in a gun safe. Well, you can't fit that in the gun safe, exactly. Well, anyway. It's on my tank. But, oh, you know, yeah. you just got to lock it up. Just lock her just up. That's all. Plug it. Teach your kids. Plug this it. This is not for yeah, playing it's with. it's not a toy. And then and hand them the toy gun and say, this one is for yeah. playing with. If it's orange Weird, and red, right? it's okay. Oh, man. Um, so, we basically, from my understanding, the Department of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms said, 
firearms are not allowed near marijuana because marijuana is a drug. Schedule one, they have to stay away from each other completely, which meant shop owners weren't supposed to have guns hmm, that's in stupid. their shop. Can I say that? That's stupid. It is. Because honestly, guns are a an excellent Do you form want of proof? Protection. Proof, anecdotal evidence. This one time, I think last year, we were up at uh, Mi Madre's house shooting guns. Guess what we were doing while we were shooting guns? We were smoking pot. And guess what? Nobody got hurt. Oh, my God. And you know what? Another thing? I'm a really good shot when I'm stoned. Bullseye. More focus. There you go. So, So, an Oregon (laughs) sheriff is headed for a showdown at the state Supreme Court with a medical marijuana patient who was denied a concealed handgun permit. Jackson County Sheriff Mike Winters denied Cynthia Willis a gun permit in 2008, arguing that granting it would violate federal laws prohibiting drug users from legally possessing guns. So is are they afraid that the pot <laughs> is going to jump out and grab the gun and start killing people? They're, or? they're afraid she's going to get high and crazy and shoot up the place. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that was like the cowboy had on like pew pew. That was so. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad you guys got to see that. Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. And shoot up the place. <laughs> but seriously, what are they afraid of? That. Oh, f- for real? For reals? For huh. real reals? How come? Because they don't understand anything and they're not educated. Oh, I thought we've been educating them. What? They how? don't listen. What do we need? Like a four-year doctorate class? <laughs> like Apparently. I don't. How long does this we educational? We don't have PhD. This this should just be like a quick GED test. Like here you go. <laughs> this is what it is. Mm-hmm. Sign here. You passed. No. No, they're just they're, yeah. They just you know. And this sheriff's on the warpath, too, because he's been keeping this in court for three years now. Started in yeah, 2008. What's, and actually, what's your beef, sheriff? And actually, um, the Jackson County Circuit Court and the Oregon Court of Appeals sided with her last year. Of course they did. Do you want to know why? Because that's ridiculous. Well, and she's also got people, the people that are actually helping her are the Attorney General John Kroger Mm -hmm. and the American Civil Liberties Union of Oregon. All right. Those are good. So then it's what they can't figure it out in this court. So now it has to go to the Supreme Court. It's going to the state Supreme Court. And then if they Mm -hmm. can't figure it out there, it'll go to the federal one and they'll say no because federally it's illegal. No, what happened was these other courts said that it was okay for her to have the concealed weapon permit. And the sheriff is the one who's saying, no, I don't take your verdict. I want it to go to the next highest court. Right, he's And so they take it to the next one and then they say, no, it's okay for her to have the concealed weapons permit. And he goes, no, I'm not okay okay with that we're taking it to the next one so now it's at the highest it can go in the state right as far as the state courts right is this maybe not a precedent we need to be focusing on right away it depends on where you live i think it is for montana really Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has guns here well right but i think f- the first precedent that needs to be set is the rescheduling 
Well, yeah. Because until that happens, they're always going to hold that up. And that's going to come into contact with this and with, with any of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Anything, it always goes back to that. Like, that has to be the first thing. So how do we do that? Where's that bill? It keeps getting shredded. <laughs> in the <laughs> trash. Yep. Hmm. It gets filed in the outbox. <laughs> the circular file. Yep. Well, good luck, Oregon. Yep. So what about here? Like we we have guns and pot all o- like everybody does. We're not supposed to have them together though. So you have to like put your gun in one thing and your pot in another thing? No, like so that cuz you, you don't have want the pot, pot in the house, you're not supposed to have a gun in the house. You don't want the pot grabbing the gun and shooting people, right? That's the only thing I can right. see that could happen here. So you just got to keep it, you know, separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, keep your pot and your gun separate, people. <laughs> don't want any of this if you know what I mean <laughs> alright so let's talk about the Supreme Court and what pot smells like what does pot yes. smell like Sandy it smells like amazing goodness um, the US Supreme Court heard oral arguments in the case <laughs> Kentucky Burt v. King and Excuse has decided me. to hear the case for ruling. The gist of the, this case is that officers entered an apartment without a warrant Oops. on their smelling marijuana mm. and suspecting that, after knocking, those inside were destroying evidence. They <laughs> kicked in the door and found both pot and cocaine, Ooh. as well as paraphernalia to go with them. Well... <laughs> Do you blame the government for scheduling pot in the same class as cocaine? Um, Actually, it's scheduled higher than cocaine. Cocaine is a Schedule two substance. Oh, interesting. It has medical benefits. <laughs> right. But pot doesn't. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, so they actually are so, in more trouble for the marijuana than the cocaine. I was going to say, are we, are we saying, well, it's bad that you were doing the cocaine, but at least... It has some medical benefit for you. But you you smoked pot, and that is horrible. Yeah. You did not get one single medical benefit at all. And the funny thing is, they were probably smoking the pot on the come down of the cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas it did actually. Huh? That's, that's silly. Um, At the time, police were chasing a, spus- a suspect. They just... Uh, They just bought drugs from. Yeah. So are they, they smelled pot and like kicked the door down. Well, they they smelled smelled pot and then apparently knocked. Right. Oh, see, they lost him in the hallway for the apartments and knew he'd gone into one of the two. So they made a guess and it turns out chose the wrong door. Of course. They're pretty good at that. The question for the Kentucky. For the Kentucky v. King case is whether police can use their suspicion Mm. and specifically their belief that suspects may be destroying evidence to to conduct a warrantless search of someone's home. A lot could hinge on the Supreme's decision in this case, and so far, it doesn't look promising. Putting aside the argument over the drug war and legalization for a moment, let's look at the Fourth Amendment ramifications of the case. Justice Scalia is quoted in the Washington Post as saying that the police in this case did nothing wrong. The occupants of the apartment could have answered the door and refused them entry. 
Of course, that assumes the people in the apartment had time to answer the door. It's not uncommon for police to serve knock warrants by knocking on the door, waiting two seconds for a response, and then kicking the door in. Right. Further, Scalia's statements ignore the other issue, whether police can use their suspicion of evidence being destroyed to trump the need for a warrant. So, if... They can really, they can just do whatever. Pretty much. Really. Pretty much. And especially because they found something in there. I mean, the... Right, randomly. Like, if you would have done that to how many of those apartments would you have probably found some sort of pot device or something? Well, and if they would have broke into an apartment and found nothing, we wouldn't have really heard anything about it because they would have replaced the door lock and then that would have been it. Right. (laughs) No one would have been the wiser. Hmm. But instead, they find all these drugs, so now they have to prove it's okay. On one hand, it's true. If the police knock on your door, you should answer it and at least tell them that they can't come in. Right. That, but... Don't just sit there and assume that they'll just go away. If we're quiet, they don't know we're here. But if you think about it, though, if they would have opened the door... That would have given the police even more smell and possibly the ability to see. So are they they're saying that whenever you're smoking, basically you're burning evidence, you're destroying evidence, right? Well, I don't know if they were smoking it, though, because you can smell it even if you're not smoking it. Right. But I don't know. The smoke has like a distinct. Well, it does. And I think that they felt that by destroying evidence that they were flushing it or something like that. Oh, see, I kind of, I, I looked at it like they, they smelled it and thought that that smell was them destroying but evidence, but on the other side of the door was the guys just chilling, smoking some pot. But they're, well, and see, they're saying that... Like, we're destroying your evidence, man. They knocked on the door, but they don't say how long they waited. Right, or if they two knocked a second time. If, right. Yeah, they, if they only wait two seconds... And then say they thought they were destroying evidence. It could have just been the people that hadn't noticed someone was at the door, didn't you know have time to get to the door. It may not have been they were destroying evidence at all. And they can do that in your car, right? If they smell pot. They can search your car. They have reasonable cause. So if it's medical, is that going to, are they going to have to rewrite what their reasonable cause is? Well, no, if you're a medical patient, then you immediately have to notify the officer, of course, because well, then right. that, that proves that what you have is legal and they should leave you alone from there as long as you're not doing anything else right. illegal. Don't look in, like, don't act impaired and if you're, you Right, know, right. And you shouldn't be driving if you're impaired, though, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Definitely do not drive under the influence and or pills or pills hey if you're getting a little naughty know I what said i mean under the influence not, not a that bit. Meant everything everything shouldn't be driving yeah but i mean it's just one of those situations where i mean they did they got lucky they found this random apartment that had stuff in it so now and that's what I'm saying. That could have happened to any one of those apartments if they would have walked into. Like, I'm saying more people in those apartments than not probably had something like that. Not necessarily the cocaine, but, like, everybody in this complex where we're at right now, no matter which apartment you went into, you would find a pipe or something. Mm-hmm. Because everybody smokes, dude. So it's it's the numbers there at yeah. that point. Yeah, yeah. 
they can just start doing random knock-throughs through, you know, apartment complexes, and you can smell it if it's out in the hall and stuff, you know? But I don't see why they would be wasting their time doing that in the first place. Well, they were chasing someone and lost him, and of course they had to bring something good to the table. Justin Fan says, in the state of Montana, smell is not probable cause for search. Good to know. Hmm. I didn't know that. I thought it was just across the board. Yeah, like anywhere you're at. Yeah, like everywhere. Because I've heard a lot of people say that they've been stopped by the cops and they smelled it and got searched for it. But, oh well. Oh well. So anyways... Um, Justice Sotomayor and Ginsburg were more forthcoming on this point, being troubled by the prospect of police randomly wandering halls of neighborhoods on fishing expeditions. Mm. Worse, police could use the excuse of suspecting drugs and that evidence was being destroyed as cause to kick in just about anyone's door at any time. What wasn't said, but should be, is that kicking in doors for the flimsiest of reasons <laughs> or none at all even if the justification is created later is the hallmark of a police state in the darkest days of the ussr east berlin nazi germany and other places police forces would retune 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 one more time routinely <laughs> there you go <laughs> search homes and businesses with nice. no warrant and often with little or no cause it's a small step from there to Gulags and state-sanctioned that. See, that's a terrible thing to have to even live in fear of. Why is your government trying to make criminals out of you? Why are they going on these random walkthroughs and stuff? Like, what is the purpose of a government making criminals out of its people where in a normal situation they would be normal people and just like you and me and everybody else, you know, working and doing, you know, whatever. But because of this one thing, they're making you a criminal for it. And they want to just randomly like go round you all up and what put you in a say it's shower time and then gas you pretty much. That's terrible. Yeah. They, and pots, the one thing we all have in common Mm-hmm. And I mean, if they're able to just smell it and search you based on that, I mean, everybody would be searched all the time. Well, and so where was that story from? Um, Kentucky. Okay, because that, do you want to talk about the uh, Oakland story about the drug task force? Mm-hmm. Being overly aggressive on marijuana? What's up with that? I thought you were told not to. Did you not get the memo? See, that's the problem. They're ignoring the memo. With the memo. The defense attorney involved in a dismissed medical marijuana case in Genesee County said the drug task force enforcement task force rating medical marijuana patients are being overly aggressive. The way police are doing investigations needs to change, said Michael Camorn of Southfield, attorney for Chase and William Gregory, Pointer of Clarkston. Pointer had been charged with unlawful manufacture of marijuana, contrary to the Medical Marijuana Act. His case was dismissed last week in Genesee Circuit Court. 
The Oakland County Sheriff's Office was contacted for its response in this case. According to Camorn, the case began when Pointer, a medical marijuana patient, was robbed of his medical marijuana in a Clarkson restaurant parking lot on October 26, 2009. That was like stick-up style. Yeah. In the parking lot? Yep. Like, give me all your pot. Yep. Wow. Pointer revo- reported the incident to the police, and Camorn said his client cooperated with the robbery investigation, which resulted in four people being arrested and charged with armed robberies and gun charges. Awesome. So that that's all totally great, right? Mm-hmm. The cops helping you catch the bad guys that robbed you in the parking lot of this restaurant, took all your pot. Mm-hmm. So far, so good. Then, Pointer's Barn in Flint Township, located in Genesee County, was raided by the NET team. Camorn mm. said of the case, an interesting twist to all of this was that the entire witness list for the prosecutor was the Oakland County Narcotics Enforcement Team. Yet, the venue for the trial was Genesee County. Judge Jeffrey Nethercutt with Genesee County Circuit Court dismissed the case against Pointer, who had a state medical marijuana card, on January 14th, saying the prosecutors failed to show evidence that Pointer had more than two and a half ounces of usable marijuana. The court's opinion indicated that instead of presenting the marijuana in its processed and usable form, the prosecutor brought in a very large quantity of unprocessed marijuana, well in excess of 2.5 ounces, and said a jury... No, why did you do that? (laughs) Is that just a silly thing to, to use as an excuse to catch people? Like, why would you put a limit on how much pot you can have at that point? Like, I heard this on another show, and it was a really good point. He said, if you had a bunch of money, you could go into liquor stores and buy as much alcohol as you wanted. As long as you weren't impaired, you could just buy as much as you wanted, and you could store it up, and you could buy more, and you could store it up, and there's no no one, the ATF, no one could say any different. You have receipts, you bought it, that it's your alcohol now. You're not selling it to anybody. You know, you just have it. But then, so we have this, and they put, like, these weird numbers. Like, where do these even, where did two and a half ounces come from? Like, what what is it here? Two, three, four, what is it? What's the uh, limit here? How much pot can you have? Um, in where they're at, or here in Montana? Here. In yep. Montana, sorry. A patient can have one ounce. One ounce? Yeah. Wow. See, that's that's like so... Where does that come from? Why did you pick an ounce? Why is there a limit on how much? Because they decided that one ounce was as much as a person would need to buy. But At they didn't... any given time? Yeah, they didn't put a stipulation on how often you can purchase it, though. So technically, you can buy an ounce every single day. Right. You're just not supposed to have more than an ounce on you at a time. So if you do that, you've got to be smoking the entire ounce in a day. Right. (laughs) That's very hard to do. Hmm. Seems like something else that we should fix. If you guys want to get on that. Thank you. Because in Oregon, you can carry 24 ounces. Whoa. That's a lot. See, like that. Where did that number come from? Why 24 ounces? Oregon's... Why would you... More accepting? I don't know. Hmm. Seems like I could do a lot more damage with a bunch of liquor 
Oh, yeah. A bunch. Did you see that billboard? Did we talk about this? Which one? My memory's hazy. The one that says how many kids die from uh, drinking alcohol. I think it's it's out on Highway 2, uh, out towards Bojangles. But it's it's a bunch. And it's like this billboard of this kid, like, on the ground, just dead. And his parents, like, crying, like, Oh, we didn't know alcohol would do that to our son! Oh, my God! I'm gonna go join Mad now! But that's... That's just how it goes. Sometimes. Justin Fan says, Some places in California are up to a two-pound limit. Got pounds. Pounds and pounds. Yeah. Well, and I mean, (coughs) there's a lot of states out there that have the medical marijuana program. They just don't have anything in place that helps them get their cards or that even says where they can get their marijuana. I think someone in the chat was asking about Virginia. Yeah, Virginia. Did they get one passed? Is that one of the states that hasn't gotten their thing, like, put together yet? Because what's, what's the main holdup with that? It's just money, like, to hire people to process the BS paperwork? Or... A lot of places it is. Huh. We need money. <laughs> Everyone um... needs money. Virginia? West Virginia? Or Virginia. I'm going to say just Virginia. I'm going to look this up just for you. Yeah, Virginia. Drugged driving. (laughs) They have a per se drugged driving law enacted in their strictest form. These laws forbid drivers from operating a motor vehicle if they have any detectable level of an illicit drug or drug metabolite. Damn. They're like pulling y'all over and piss testing you. (laughs) That's effed. Yeah, and I actually have a story about that too. Oh, please. Somewhere. Um So they're not a medical state then. Virginia is not. Uh They have mandatory minimum sentences and conditional release. Well, there's 15 states. Hold on. I'm just trying to find my page that shows me all 15 and for some reason it disappeared. I'm telling you they don't. They don't? Pretty sure not. It's what normal says. Yeah, I don't think they do. All right. So tell me about the yeah, drug driving. They don't. Tell me about the drug driving. Um, so this is a story that I pulled off of Chronic Candy, right? Alrighty. So, the Montana House Judiciary Committee will meet Wednesday to discuss DUI legislation House Bill 33, sponsored by Republican Ken Peterson, which provides that any amount of a dangerous drug in a driver's body results in the conclusion that the person is impaired. Yeah, that's silly. While the bill stipulates that if the drug has been prescribed by a licensed physician and taken as prescribed, the driver driver is not guilty of violating the law. It fails to include physician recommendations for medical marijuana. The bill thus fails to provide appropriate protection for patients according to Jim Gingery, executive director of the Montana Medical Growers Association. Jim. 
Yep. To exclude the to exclude those drivers who are taking prescribed pharmaceuticals while admitting patients who are using a recommended alternative treatment is not in the best interest of the public, nor is the assumption of impairment without proper testing, Gingery said. Jim Gingery, Montana Medical Growers Association, this is not a fair test of impairment. At the Montana all. Medical Growers Association and the medical cannabis community are fully supportive of actions designed to reduce DUIs in the state of Montana, Gingery said. Montana leads the nation in the number of fatalities where alcohol is involved. Yeah, While interesting. We, I know. Hey, go Montana, right? Huh. While we applaud the legislator for wanting to tighten the laws regarding driving while intoxicated, they need to take into account how different drugs affect the ability of the driver and how long traces of different substances may remain in the system but have no impact on the patient. This bill, while seeming to be well-intended, needs to be modified, Gingery said. It does not take into account that there is no standardized means to test a person who is utilizing medical cannabis as a recommended treatment. The current testing procedures will read positive up to 25 days after a person ingests medical cannabis. They've been having alcohol driving laws for a long time and we still have mad fatalities like you can't even regulate that and keep it cool how are you you want to be so like over the top with this when you need to be focusing on that because so far to our knowledge this hasn't killed anybody that has mad fatalities associated with it. I can't even count how many people I know who've died from (laughs) alcohol-related incidents. Zach says, if I can roll one while loaded, I can drive too. I can roll one while driving, so there, and still not be impaired. While I'm talking to my phone, texting you, being like, hey, it's time for the show. I've seen him do that. (laughs) While it may be a little scary the first time, you get used to it. You get used to it, totally. (laughs) Awesome. Um, But yeah, they and maybe they don't know, and I'm glad that there's people there telling them, like, hey, by the way, I smoked pot a month ago, and if you tested me now, I'm talking to you. I'm not impaired. I would, it would show up in my system. You well, cannot base it on that. And like we, like I pointed out in our show in Missoula, every single time Irv Rosenfeld, one of the four federal patients, yeah. has been stopped for his marijuana, it was not because he was acting intoxicated. It's because it they was smelled because it. Of smell. And because some fool was like, "Hey, give me a hit of that," and he was like, "No." Yeah, or well, he like went tattled like, on oh, him. He's smoking it. Yeah. I mean, he's gonna pull out a gun and go crazy. Sorry, cannabis, cannabis. Um, you know, I just think it's funny how. I mean, I don't, I don't think I act that differently. I mean, I might think a little bit differently, which affects the things coming out of my mouth. But I mean, I can drive fine. I can function fine. I yeah. can take care of everything that I need to just fine. I don't feel... Then again, some people can't even drink coffee while they're driving. Well, last week when I was in the hospital because of my gallbladder, they gave, they like gave me two shots of fentanyl, right? And I had to get picked up at the hospital. That's they were some like, pretty you strong. are not allowed to leave. Someone has to pick you up. Yeah, fentanyl is right? some pretty strong oh, yeah. shit. And then they gave me a prescription for Lortab. And sure. like, if I take that, I don't even feel comfortable walking down my hallway. <laughs> 
Let alone trying to drive an effing car. Mm-hmm. But I smoke some of this, and I'm cooking meals. Yeah, I'm it's, cleaning. It's like smoking everything. a cigarette almost. Like I get buzzed, but it's not an impairing buzz. It's like a mind. It makes me tolerate you. Right. Oh, and Zach, um, he needs to share. You, you don't want what he's having to smoke. <laughs> what? Oh, um, yeah, no. He, Definitely he not. has the government stuff, and it's 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 good for him. Not not for not for others who aren't used to it. Not no, not no. for me for Stick, sure. Sticks and stems and seeds. <laughs> sticks and stems will break my bones. Yeah, right. But I definitely would not want to smoke them. That's cool that the MMGA is getting in the news and that they're there educating these fools. Because yeah. these fools well, need and educated. See, the whole thing he's trying to point out is if this law passes, uh, the way it's written right now, if they were to test you after you've been pulled over for something else... You know, even if you were... Excuse me, you have a taillight out? Step out of the car, please. Well, I mean, if you get taken in for something else and they test you and you were driving, marijuana shows up in your system and you're immediately now slapped with the DUI because it's been tested in your system and it's not prescribed by a doctor. Right. That's their loophole. That is a lovely book. Very nice. So, uh-huh. is that it for that story? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you want to talk about what's, what's, what do we have left? Well, I have this story about Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Alrighty. Marquette. Now, Burger, do you know where Marquette is? Marquette? Out of Marquette? Marquette? It's pronounced Marquette. Marquette? Marquette. So, legalizing medical marijuana has helped many Michigan residents cope with their illnesses. In the last eight months, the Marquette Medical (laughs) Marijuana, and they spelled it with an H, Registration Center, has certified about 300 Marquette residents. But the vagueness of the new law has posed some questions for cities like Marquette. Is, is that weird that they spelled it with an H? What is that? It's, Marijuana? Yeah. Is Hey, the 1930s called and they want their H back. <laughs> like, what is that? I haven't seen it spelled oh, like that. That was amazing. Since the Reefer Madness cover. Oh. Come on, dude. High five. High five. Marquette. Uh, so... We're trying to stay somewhat ahead of the curve and find out as a city how we want to deal with this, said Mayor John Cavella. Well, good the job. first issue, who should be permitted to grow and distribute the cannabis? Hmm. And where should their operations be located? Hmm. There are currently no zoning laws in place. Oh, goodness. If we don't have zoning in place, could they locate... Could they locate one right next to a middle school? Yeah. Hey, better yet, we're going to put one in the fucking cafeteria. So there. Are you serious? Are people still... I'm sorry. Are people still saying that? Oh, here. It keeps going. I want to build this right next to a school so that I have access to all the teachers that have to deal with your shitty fucking kids all day long. 
Nobody's doing that, dude. Seriously. Well, use some common sense and don't open your shop next to a stupid school. Yeah. Excuse me, Who's but seriously, that? I hate when they do that. I know. And see, he goes. Nobody's he goes doing on to say, that. Yeah, they probably could. Said Cavella. Ugh. We need to address where and how. You know. And then there next to that, security. Next to that, I'm going to open up a strip club. And next to that, a Catholic church. <laughs> The relationship to schools, the relationship to children, where they are located. There are other things that happen. Crimes increase around dispensaries and historically robberies, said police chief Mike Angeli. Wow. This must be the smallest town ever. 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 I'm surprised this story made it onto the internet. Townsville. Townsville, USA. Another question brought by the new law, could marijuana possession be reduced from criminal to a civil offense? A civil infraction would be much less, much like a speeding ticket or to a degree of a parking ticket that you would pay the fine and be released and it would not remain on your record, said Cavella. Police are concerned that reducing the punishment for marijuana possession would simply encourage its use, but other officials argue that the current criminal punishment is too strong. Either way, officials plan to hash out these marijuana issues at a special uh, meeting hold on. on January 24th. <laughs> hash out? Hash out. Nice, guys. Yeah. Nice. Good pun. Good pun. Um, is this Is this what we're what we're spending time on? Like it, it is so appalling to me that it is even in their minds that this is anything remotely resembling criminal. Like, that blows my mind. You're a criminal. Smooth criminal. Like, come Thank on. Thank you for it's, the Michael Jackson <laughs> insert. <laughs> it's pot. Are you serious? Yeah, and well, and they're doing the whole reefer madness thing, too. But they're, I mean, they're really like, Wow. Yeah. Could they open it next to a school? Oh, my God. <laughs> and what do we do? Do we make it criminal or do we make it civil? And then all of a sudden, they're going to rob everybody and all of America is going to burst into flames and we're all going to die. We better all just leave. We better all just pack Move up our shit town. and leave. Move the town out of Michigan. The potheads took this one over. Uh-oh. Pretty soon, there's not going to be any good, morally sound, healthy towns left. They're all going to be overrun with pot and debauchery. Debauchery and Catholic everywhere. churches. Could you I just, imagine? I can't believe that they're... I mean, I know that this state has a lot of uneducated politicians. Did, but I just find it funny when these small towns are like this. Like, you could you could Like, you really think like that. Frantically, like... Oh, no. What are we going to do? They're yeah. going to take everything over it's like, and there's going to be crime everywhere. And It's like in that movie where all the trees like uprooted and came to help and attacked. Like they're worried that this it's so cartoonish and it's so funny to me that there's still people out there that think like that. Ah, uh, Berger says that they're very strict with their drug laws from what he's heard and that there's a lot of old <laughs> people up there. So them in Florida. There you Two go. Two places you can't go. There you go. Yep. That That's so... 
I'm glad that out of all of the problems that we're facing as a country and as a community, that this is something that you guys just need to sit down and hash out. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I hope I hope you you all get what you need to get. Yeah. And I hope and that you hash it out well. Two points to Noelle McLaren, the author, for that nice pun at the end. Absolutely. So, all right, well, hash it out. <laughs> Anything else before we wrap this thing up and put a bow on it? Bow away. There Good. is this link in the chat for the 2011 Legislator's Guide to Medical Cannabis. Thank you, Heidi. Um, we'll post a link to that in the Facebook group. You can check it out. Uh, yeah, email info at hotboxpodcast.com. You can leave us a message for 406-204-4687. Of course, hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Help us pay the server bill. I appreciate all of you joining us. And uh, hotboxpodcast.com, that's the site. Check it. Check it out, dude. What's that uh, next event that's happening? Isn't there something going on? No, remember, it got moved from the 21st. Oh, yeah, you gotta tell what happened with that. Tell everyone. Well, I don't... Well, um, they found out that the person who was supposed... Or that they found out that the bill that was going to be being uh, put forth to repeal isn't actually going to be presented that day. So, um, from my understanding, it's still up in the air. I haven't seen or heard anything else. So, someone actually took the time to write a bill to repeal... What what we have so far as a medical marijuana. Right. Do you have absolutely nothing better to do with your time? Seriously. Like, you can't find anything else in the community that could use some attention. This is what you had to focus on. Really? Ugh. Yeah, so Ugh. I don't know when the next hear. I don't know when the hearing's actually going to be. I'm going to just open another church. How about that? How about that? You know what? I'm going to open up another church, and y'all can blow me. That's that. We'll talk to you guys Saturday. Saturday. If you like you like this is where where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the podcast.